Hello and welcome back to Nostos Strength and Conditioning, the home of the Nostos SNC podcast. Um, again, I want to start off with a, a thanks to everyone who has watched on YouTube, who has downloaded and listened to on Spotify, on, on Apple Podcasts. Um, <clears throat> your continued support is appreciated and all the likes, comments and shares, um, again, are appreciated. And if you could just keep doing that for me, uh, that would be great. And I'll keep this coming to you. Please let me know who you want to see on this podcast. Let me know what you want to hear on this podcast. Um, any questions you want my opinion on or topics you want to see discussed. Um, and I will do my best to bring those to you. Today's podcast, um, I want to touch on the business side of the gym um, that I run and own, um, which is a strange subject because I don't see myself as a businessman. Um, so I'm going to delve into that with my guest today, the owner and operator of Room 14 Barbershop in Laylam, Mr. Joseph McElhill. <coughs> Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? First things first. Look at us. Hey. Hey. Don't, don't get me. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, coming off, uh, coming off the back of UFC 246, did you catch the fight, uh, the Conor McGregor fight? I didn't. I didn't watch it live, but I did. Um, I did first thing in the morning, have a little search to see if he did the, the business. business. Yeah, business. And he, he did. did. And he did. Was he you happy definitely. with that? Are you? Oh yeah. Big fan. Big Irishman and proud. Irishman and proud. Go on, Conor. Excellent. Shout out to Conor McGregor. Back on top of the fight game, um, where I believe he belongs. Uh, and all while doing it in style. You can't say that man doesn't look good, right? Dresses well. DB, him and DB the up hair, there. The beard, yeah, oh, everything. The whole, the yeah. whole picture. He's changed as well. He's a mature man now. I like it. I agree. I like, I like different different that. side of the man. Yeah, I mean, he actually came out a lot before this fight and he actually had said how he he's made a lot of mistakes and owned up to those. And of course, nothing condoned. He'll be back though. They'll be back. Properly. Mm. Father now, different. So mm. definitely some, some, some improvements there. Big man. Um, <clears throat> still on, on the sports vein, your beloved Browns <laughs> are out, my beloved Texans are out. Um, we're looking at a Kansas City and San Francisco Super Bowl. What's your thoughts? What's your predictions for the Chiefs against the 49ers? Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, after watching it last night um, against the Titans, that was possibly, I mean, I haven't indulged in so many games live watching it on tv like the whole game mm -hmm. but uh that was like a to and fro it was just constant a masterclass you know, yeah 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 definitely mm -hmm. definitely i'm not a fan he did a number on my texting so i'm <laughs> a little bitter still nah, on, he is uh he City is a quarterback but a good player very yes, good player. Certainly. so that's your pick for the oh yeah yeah, yeah no i'm going chiefs all the way Okay. See you later, Niners. I'm, for it. I'm, I'm 49ers. I'm, I'm heavy San Francisco 49ers for the uh, Super Bowl. Shout out to my boy Big Jack. <laughs> Big 49ers fan. Uh, I'm with them uh, for that game. <coughs> so, let's move in. So, uh, you own and have e uh, recently opened uh, Room 14. Indeed, um, yeah. So, w when did you open that? Tell us a little bit about the So, shop, it was a uh, year from now. 1st of February is when I started. I um, was very here. lucky and fortunate to get it through um, my girlfriend um, and Hello, kind of her family connections. Hello, Alice. Hello, Alex. And um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I was just very lucky to get a situation where I was kind of pushing towards getting something for <laughs> myself. Didn't really know where it was going to come from. Rent and everything is very high in the area we live, so it's quite hard to actually kind of 
see where you're going to go with what your next step's going to be. So when it did actually happen and I could find a kind of a premises to get myself into, it was a very nice feeling. And yeah, no, it's been a good year. It's been a very solid <coughs> year, hard work and dedication and stuff, but I'm very happy with where I kind of got to in the year. It's been cool. good. Okay, let me take you back just before that. So <coughs> you've, you've worked in in barbershops in salons previous to, to yeah to no I was um, I did I was trained hairdresser first of all uh, then kind of had to have a little bit of a career gap get out of the area because I wasn't allowed to work in the area and then uh, rules and rules. came back after a nine month stint in recruitment which I thought I was going to set the world alight and I didn't okay. and then it was a harsh reality to come back when really I didn't actually want to ever leave but when I did come back I wanted to make sure I came back kind of better than I did before because okay. I was kind of making a lot of not good decisions with my time and my hairdressing at the time. And I do take my job quite seriously, so <clears throat> I didn't feel I was giving people exactly what they should have got from me as a service or anything. So, so you actually stepped away from... Yeah, yeah, completely. I still time. cut people at home in my bedroom, which is in a really convenient place when you've got kind of like no. boxes and everything in your room, kind of in the background, no. you're cutting someone's hair. But I do appreciate, obviously, kind of the loyalty of people that still came to me in that time. Um, I know I wasn't necessarily given exactly the best haircuts or the best use of my time but that's kind of what made me realize when I did kind of get back into a barbershop or get my own barbershop I had to be a lot more um, forthcoming with actually giving a service and giving people what they're asking for and not kind of okay concentrating on my own time concentrating on their time okay nice um, so you did that in the last year and I mean we've only known each other for how long, how, how long would you say that's been um, I two, mean, two years, yeah, less. probably two years. I mean, when did Alice and Alex? That's probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, two years, probably. So Maybe like, a little so, bit more. So my my fiance, your girlfriend, worked, worked together, worked together, yeah, and became very good friends. We yeah, became yeah. friends. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I definitely say that. Um, I think it was an interesting one being at our age now. I, I actually find it that people, if you talk to people now in their late twenties. Most of the time, they've had their friends since school. Yeah. Maybe met a few through jobs. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is maybe you don't see too much f new friendships forming as such later on. As you yeah, yeah, no, life. yeah, I'd agree, yeah. And I'd say the ones that you do... Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's of, a bit of substance behind it. Yeah, because it's almost like... It, it's... You can't really say a true friendship, but you clearly both bring something to that friendship yeah, that's yeah. making you both actually go... I'm going to bother with that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because when you're growing up, you're at school. You're I think the thing is as well, you always think a basis of a, say a friendship is time of knowing each other or um, like a reason, say like a family member or like say, yeah, you've grown up with someone, but you don't see them all the time, but then you see them every summer or mm -hmm. Christmas, stuff like that. So I don't know. You have to kind of be open to, I don't know, to, seeing, to taking out how people. it is as well. Do you know to what I mean? People. But then I, of course, I guess, <clears throat> no disrespect to any others because... Alex has introduced me to many people and I'm sure Alice has introduced oh, you yeah, to yeah, many yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's not always the same. No, no, no. Because you've got... It's definitely something different. You've got a gauge, I think, when there's similarities or say, say for instance, I know kind of... Um, we knew a lot of people with the same people, mm -hmm. but um, just through different ways, means... And they'd like... It would never have... I don't know. Probably... Across each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Probably have done, but not even realised it before yeah. in terms of scenarios or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Back to the shop, how, how long is the lease on the shop? So how long have you um, got that shop for? 10, 10 years. 10 years. Um, was what we yeah, agreed wow. straight away. Um, That's great. I mean, with, with the kind of size of the premises, 
I know it's something that I can kind of continue doing. A lot of people kind of defer from getting into a longer lease, but I kind of knew that I'd never had a doubt in my mind of how it was going to go. So I knew as soon as it was going to kind of happen, I wasn't going to let it go because you never know sometimes, say for instance, your premises, it can't be in your control. Yeah, of course. And it's, um, it's not guaranteed I wanted to kind of give myself as much control, <laughs> whether it be, yeah, your money goes up a little bit after a period of years and you start paying more, but I know kind of well, how my kind of focus will be on the shop. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of get better and better, like earn more money. So then obviously can kind of push it on a bit. So, yeah. Of course. So would you say, I hear this a lot ever since um, sort of opening my gym in, in my premises here in Colnebrook, a lot of people, <clears throat> let me, I'll refer to them as, as employed people. Um, I get asked quite a lot, like, do you have a plan? What's the plan? The two year plan, the five year plan, the 10 year plan. I see, I see a lot of people fixated on plans. Mm. Do you have a five year plan? Uh, I'm not a specific plan, don't get me wrong. I know there's kind of things that uh, I wouldn't like kind of want for my business, et cetera. Like obviously sure. getting another shop or <clears throat> say a bigger premises. I mean, I kind of want to keep what I've got now. So it probably would be a second shop I'd look for first, okay. but there is not a, say a specific like my first thing now, more personal would be getting a house. That's my first thing. So my plan is to do that in the next year. Whereas um, a second shop, I'm happy with what I've got at the moment until I feel a need that I need to expand or kind of maybe say if the um, guy who works with me, Charlie wants to get a shop, could go down that route. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think plans come into your life as it happens. Like I think if you kind of, I know there's like, what's this? Um, the Secret, the book, the film, everything. Everyone talks it, yeah, about it. it. I mean, I've, I've, I've dabbled in it, but I do understand the process for it. But I feel like how I kind of operate and do my things, things come your way if you kind of, sure. I don't know, however, however it happens, however it may be. Yeah, I do, I do enjoy the message of The Secret. Um, I'm a big uh, believer of control and, and you, you affecting your outcomes mm. uh, for me. And yeah. that's a great thing that I have within my business. So if someone asks me if I have a plan, I certainly don't have a plan. My plan is wake up the next morning, grind that day, go to sleep and yeah. do it again and keep doing it and keep reading and keep trying and keep trying to grow and trying to keep my ear low to the ground as to what people are wanting, what's going on in my industry um, and how can I bring maybe part of that into my gym or some things I don't, want as part of my gym well, yeah there's so many things that kind of can influence you i mean i i have the kind of way of thinking where my job is very social it's a lot of people coming in and out the shop etc um i feel like you can take something from anyone any walk of life any job that can sure. then influence what you're going to do with your kind mm. of company etc mm. i love people in that will say they're really corporate and then they want this kind of professional corporate swing on what i'm giving them but if it doesn't fit kind of location everything that we're doing I can be like, okay, I know how to I can make what I'm doing now better, but I'm not going to make it to the extreme of what then maybe necessarily they want from it. So I don't know, there's, there's a lot of influences, especially in our, our industries and stuff like that. I'll agree with the face-to-face -face we get with the public. You never know who's going to come through that door. No, nah, and you have to be prepared for anyone. Anyone and everything, uh, and they can offer opportunity. Yeah. You know, it could be someone who's got a space that's twice the size for half the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, they could just be blowing smoke. It could just be nothing. Mm. So as you say, you certainly have to listen to people, take what they're saying, take it into account. Yeah. Like I say, if you don't have that plan, then 
and you just maybe maybe that's a legitimate offer, but you don't want to deviate away from your plan. No, you're kind of keeping yourself. You have to be open-minded with yeah. anything, uh, yeah, any, any given situation. I think that's I a key thing that we are. Yeah, personally, I think that's mm. something we share. I think that feeds into the the way that we both do run businesses. And and like I said in opening, I mean. I don't. I don't feel like a businessman. I don't feel like a nah. business owner. Do, do you feel? No, like no. Nah, nah, I couldn't be the furthest thing from. I would think. And, really. And I've, I've said to a few people, you being that as well. I do feel like, and I wonder if you do, that people automatically put you up on not necessarily a pedestal, but immediately I feel sometimes when people talk to me, and I, I don't necessarily feel embarrassed if someone asks me what I do. I struggle to describe what I do. Yeah, because it's I, not I as plain just, simple as what I you would say. I prefer to say. Yeah, I'm a personal trainer. Mm. Instead of saying I own a gym or I run a gym or I manage a gym or I have a gym, I don't like the way that that sounds. Or I don't like the way that that's perceived. And I could be wrong. Like maybe I should just be loud and proud and say, yes, I, I own and run Nostro Strength yeah. Conditioning. Um, I guess I guess part of me is a little bit worried that I'll be judged or mm, you know he's a bit a bit boastful perhaps. Yeah, but then if you're you, if you're you proud of something or like kind well, of like, I, I'm. I don't really like um, bigging myself up at all, no. really. Um, so, like, I mean, if someone asks me and they say, "What do you do?" I say, "Oh, yeah, I'm a barber," and then they say, "Oh, where'd you work?" I say, oh, "I've got my own shop." Yeah, and I, I go down go that down that route. Down that route. Yes. Um, and again, like, say for instance, I, I I am proud of having a shop as yeah. I should be because like yes, the journey should, yeah. I've come to get. It, but again, we're saying necessarily not a massive shop. I'm not like, oh my god, my barber shop is sick. It's got this, that, and the other. It's got yeah. loads of stuff in there. But I mean, yeah, I probably should be more proud of what. I a little bit more, but again, I don't feel like I've achieved anything yet. I feel okay. like there's a lot more to kind of come maybe when I'm like 40, 50s and yeah. I, I don't know if I could have an early retirement. I doubt it, but... I, w- I would I, say one like, year in business is a milestone. I'd yeah, 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 it is, it is. But I think like, that's just the start of the journey, do you know what I mean? It's just, it is, um, yeah. I mean, you never know what's going to come down eventually. No. Um, it, again, it depends on how much work you want to put in or what kind of, like you said, if you have a plan, maybe if I did have a plan, I could perform better. But... Yeah. If I've never done it, it's hard to create that kind of constant, I'm going to set something up for myself in six months, I'm going to do this. If I've never done it before, you've got nothing to go back from. I think sometimes with stuff like that, it's more ingrained in you instead of um, mm. kind of just picking it up straight away. So I don't know. Yeah. It's an interesting one, that one. Um, what, what, what do you think, um, let's say, halts people or stops people from from going down the route of opening their own business? So fear. opening their own fear, straight fear. out of yeah, the gate. Yeah. Okay, fear of um, financial There's so burdens. many things. What people think of them. Um, are they good enough? Um, like obviously, that comes down to self-doubt, stuff like that. People like that are around them, closest people might say, you, uh, yeah, it's a weird one with like mates and stuff like that. Like some, some mates are very supportive. Some people will be like, oh, what are you going to do that for? And then you're going, oh, immediately I was, thought I was built myself up a bit and then oh, you get know. knocked down a bit. So yeah. I don't know, there is, there, there's so many things. Um, but I do think fear is a big one. I, I had a lot of fear. And then I just started doubting myself. And then that doubt then makes me think, What's the, what is even the point? Why should I even do this now? Let's put it this way. Do you, because I, I guess I agree. I agree that people are fearful at first or taking that risk. Now, now you effectively right now at this point in time you own a shop, you own mm-hmm. a lease on a shop. Yeah, is the fear still there? Nah, it's gone completely. Okay. Yeah, so it went, it went uh, literally immediately. I think the thing where the premises wasn't ready for a barber shop, it was a blank canvas, and I didn't have an idea in my head what I wanted it to look like. 
because I didn't have a like endless pit of money. I needed to work on a limited budget sure. um, until like the mirrors and everything was going up. And then I saw it all come together. I was like, oh, nice. It's actually kind of got there. And then as soon as that first day opened, I was just doing my job then. I was just cutting hair. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the important do. thing as well, same for me and the same for you, you're definitely going to be a better barber today than you were one year ago when you opened. Yeah. So you're learning on the job as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So a lot of people, I guess, would, would say, I'm going to, I'm going to go and work in this shop for a couple of years, get some more experience, then I'm going to open my shop. Yeah. But let's say, do you feel there's ever a point at which you could say, okay, now I'm ready to own the shop? Um, uh, if you've never owned a shop, you don't know what comes with it. So I think personally, if you know like what you're putting out to people, what you're offering is 100% ready, then you are ready. If you then open a shop and you're not at your shop or you're not there all the time, then you're probably starting to think to yourself, am I ready for shop? Because the commitment is high. You can't have a shop and then be open three days a week when you sure. should, could be open seven or five or... How, how many days a week do you work? Five. Five? Yeah. But in them five, I'll do early starts, late finishes, whatever yeah. I can do to kind of... A set amount of hours or... <laughs> I mean, I'll do a nine till six um, as a kind of precedent standard, kind of as everyone else does. But if someone wants to come in at eight, I'll come in at eight and then I'll make sure that I have people consistently throughout the day. If they want me to come and stay till like seven, half seven, I'll stay as well. I'll just kind of fit people. If I'm at work, I'm at work and I'm ready to work as always. So um, yeah, I'm not, hours and stuff like that, I'm quite happy to do whether I need to. Sure, and I think I think that's key when, when running a business, right? Because there effectively is no sales, like you say, there is gonna be people on both ends of the spectrum that want super early, that want super late. Yeah. And you can't necessarily build a whole business around the one or two. You no. need to go with the majority. I could be quiet from the morning, say from 10 till 12. So for 10 till 12, I haven't, he I haven't earned anything. Mm. Then say someone's messaging me saying, oh, can I come in at half six, seven? I've kind of lost two hours, so I need to gain them two hours from somewhere else. So sure. if it comes out my own like, personal time, I'm willing to do that because without my like, job, there is no personal time. I can't go out, I'll just go and sit in a room, do nothing. See, and I would say a lot of people will look at you and I as business owners and say, that must be great to have your own hours. That must be great to be able to control your own hours. Yeah, yeah. That must be great to come and go as you please. It's not like that, right? Nah, it's, no, it's we not. We were it's a misconception. the hours that people aren't working. Mm. Both of us, you, you will see people on their days off. You will see people when they finish work. You yeah. see people before they finish work on their lunch break, the same the same as I will. So I think those are some things that people don't. And obviously, I'm just talking about the gym industry and and the, and the barbering industry. There's obviously a, tons of different ones, but talking just between me and you, I think that is something that people perhaps don't sort of take account of, and they think it's great. And it's like, well, yeah, of course I could take as many days off as I please. Yeah, but my clients aren't going to be happy about that my improvement as a coach isn't going uh, isn't going to happen if i'm not there working and conversing with people uh my earning potential is going to drop massively yeah it does as you said you got two hours free it's two hours take a week earning. off you're ultimately just yeah Behind you're catching a up good few days heavily. Um, um there's no paid holiday there's no, no paid sick how many sick days have you had in the year since you've opened one 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 in a year. Yeah. I actually, mine's around zero sick days in like three years. And I, yeah. and I always find that quite interesting. I find that with most business owners that I know, compared to employed people, but don't get me wrong, if I was paid to have a week off a year, 
I'd be taking a week off. Yeah, if you've... Um, it's, if it's there, if, you're going to do it, right? Yeah, I, I think there is, like, yeah. If you kind of... You will go in if you, like, physically can't. Of course. You can't, but, yeah, you, you have to... You, you Like, if you have a sniffly nose and for you've sure. got someone paying for your sick day, you can go, yeah, I'm, 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 sure, I, I, I'm, I I'm on my deathbed. But, but I, for me, short of... I don't know. Short of... I, so far, I haven't encountered anything that has stopped me from yeah, coming yeah. to There's, work. Yeah, yeah, I will find a way, even if I have to come in and leave, whatever it is. I will find something it. to because yeah, it's, yeah. Because it's on me, and that's another thing that I find with people is that I think people are so fixated on their their earnings, their annual salary. Um, so me, me personally, I do all my own sort of tracking, I guess, to put it of my money. So I, I actually don't. I couldn't even tell you what I earn. I literally just write it down and it comes to the end of the month and then I go into the next month. And I basically just do it every three months. And I just look at it, I'm like, oh, you know. Keeping the, yeah, that, cool, that that's, consistency that's, you know, too. I'm keeping yeah. the lights on at home. I'm keeping the mortgage paid. That, that for me is enough. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not here to be a millionaire personally. Um, no, but you want to be comfortable. The you, thing is, well, you want to be comfortable with you kind do. of your, kind of what you want to offer, kind of say you want to have a family. Of course, and that's obviously you kind of you're in better that's steps up, now. You're getting sure. like getting married and got a house, so kind of next stage is kind of the family side of yeah. things. Yeah, so I've always said to people, whether they believe it or not, is that I, I did open this place to help people, to affect people, to reach people, and the money has always been a side effect of that. Mm. Um, I've never, I'm, I'm very honest and open to be able to say I've never charged above and beyond. I've never charged potentially what I should charge because I want people here. I want to get them through Do people the tell you, though, like, say, people tell you what you should charge? Or, like, although it comes from a nice place, but do you get told how to kind of do I have your people, business? Let's, let's, let's loosely call them supporters of mine that will say, Tom, you should charge more. Yeah. You need to charge more. You're worth more. This, this, this uh, premises is worth more, blah, blah, blah. And I, I take that as a compliment, and, you know, I, I, I get that. But the amount I would rather have... 20 people paying me 20 pounds for a yeah. session then five people paying me 40 pounds yeah, for yeah, a session yeah. um it was always about the numbers for me getting people through the door and affecting people and the amount of people i've spoken to since opening this place and before you you get connections like this and yeah, you talk yeah. to people on a level and don't get me wrong there are people i'm guessing sit in your chair and you'll speak about a couple of things and you'll quickly be like okay i can't talk to you about yeah, yeah, you got, you got to gauge. You, you definitely have to gauge. The thing is, if people come into my chair, sit down. Some people might sit down and chair and go, this guy, he ain't a cup of my tea. I'm no. not up for it. Whereas, again, I might have situations myself, but you have to, obviously for me, I have to remain professional and be like, okay, he's a bit crude. He's got a few uh, opinions <laughs> yeah. I don't like, but I'm going to have to be shut down, not yes. think about it, go on to different things. Talk about the hair. Talk why I'm there for. Yes. Um, but yeah, I can't really help it if they can't yeah. have their feelings like that. No, of course. <laughs> um, Let's say, uh, I was asked last week about how do I balance uh, sort of home and work life and, and relationships. So let me, let me put that one to you. How do you feel you are at doing that? I, I actually said that I prioritise work over most things, which yeah, I should probably I mean, do a bit less, but... I think yeah, it's, it's all me what you said. If you, don't, if you don't have your work, your kind of job giving you kind of, the, say, money to kind of then be able to say, go on your holidays, have your social time and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's a hard balance. Like I said, I mean, I'll come and say going early, leave late and stuff like that. I would still always have my two days off. 
even if I have to come and do a couple of haircuts, I'll still make sure I have my two days off. After five days, I don't care what hours I'll do, but then two days, I need to kind of have time, see family, nice. um, spend time um, with my missus, try and um, just so I can switch off. It is yeah, quite a course, big yeah. thing, like say even when you're, you're at home Sundays, Mondays, or whenever you kind of have your downtime, you want to be able to switch off, you don't want to be thinking, but then again, something will happen. You could be playing a football game, Halfway through, I'd, I, I used to always have it. I wouldn't kind of necessarily concentrate on the game, which probably shows why my career didn't really go down sure. a good way. But I, a spark would come in my head and I'd be like, oh, why don't I do that at the shop? Or why don't I do that in my job? And then I'm like, ah, so you, you, got, you can't switch off as much as you want to, but you need to give yourself the perfect amount of time to do so. You care about it. It's good. Um, and that's one of the reasons I think you're, you're doing successfully and will be successful. Um, just one last thing. What, is there anything that you, um, I don't want to say live by, because it seems like a quite a broad statement. Are, are there any thoughts that come to mind? Are there any quotes that you that you like or words that you kind of maybe say to yourself when times are a bit harder or you're doing them long days or you've got to get up at the the, the dead of morning um, that kind of get you get you through it or get you fired up? Yeah, I mean, when, when uh, I mean, there's, I'm not a massive quote person. Like when I come and see your board, I always have like a little look here. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. that's good. I don't, I don't know yeah. where you see these things or get them from, <laughs> but I've never kind of, I, I like it to see it, um, but it's not kind of what I do. I've kind of always got the understanding of, uh, one that always will stick is treat people how you want to be treated. Nice. Um, so kind of do good, be good kind of aspect to it. Um, but yeah, just kind of, if there's, like I said, like helping people, if there's a chance I can help someone um, or give a little bit of my time to give back something to them or even if you don't get anything back, just to kind of, I don't know, help in, in whatever kind of aspect you can. Help help people because... Yeah, I mean, like sometimes people, like, it's like you said before, like say, say with your powers and whatever, if you've got a chance to help someone, say, might not necessarily be your best mate, but they need your specific help in like an area or wherever give them your help and don't really expect anything back for no. it because one day when you turn to them if they really do appreciate it, you will get a favor back or something like that and i think yeah that's kind of what i would kind of go by other than that there's not really too much more do you um, think do you think having and running the business over the last year has helped you discard things that don't matter as much yeah has it calmed you down a bit have you do you see kind of the priorities in your life yeah massively more clearly than before perhaps I think um, again, it's, it's part of maturing anyway. Like I'm, I would probably say in certain aspects I can be quite m more mature in my personality, but then in others I can be like not so mature for someone of 26. Um, I think like again, the shop it does kind of give you like a new level of kind of what you do hold dear and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I would say yeah, it does kind of. Yeah, I've lost my job. It, it, it levels you out. I, I I agree because for me, it's just like that. Like I, I talk to so many people. I talk about voting and all these things, and some people come to me with things, and I'm I just put my eyebrows up and I'm like I don't really care. And some people, some people will like <laughs> be on me about that, but all due respect, I I don't care about Harry and Meghan and. Oh that. yeah, nah, don't get these, me started like, on stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> we won't go there. But these things that are so big in people's lives, I'm like, if it doesn't affect me, if it doesn't change my life, sorry, I don't care about it. My yeah. business affects me. My my relationship affects me. My family affects me. My friends affect me. And I can affect them. But then that means you people, know? Know, they'll know where they stand with you. That's if you, if you have that, if you have that, that's if they know, like, don't talk to Tom about, like... No. 
in the same breath, I, I enjoy discussing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love talking about controversial things. And I really enjoy talking about um, uh, asking questions, people in the know, and asking the out there questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sometimes, you know, friends or my missus, you know, she'll hit me for asking the question. I'm, I'm sorry, I was just asking. Well, it's, it's an interesting learning because you learn something from it. I don't know everything. Yeah. I don't know everything about Harry and Meghan and about Brexit and things going on in the world, mm. things that are different than, than me, religion, homosexuality, things like this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about, I, I enjoy to ask. Yeah, as long as I'm not out. offending anyone, you know, I, I will ask the right people who I know won't be offended by my question. Um, but I, I do feel like having, having a business has shored up my priorities so much more finer that I can differentiate between what I need to care about and what I really don't, what needs my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then that, that's the thing as well. Ultimately, you have, um, it's an extended part of yourself, this place. Yeah. So like you kind of want it to look as kind of best as you can kind of make it look, do you know what I mean? Because sure. it's an extension of your personality, your drive, everything that yeah. kind of you incorporate into yourself, you will then want to incorporate into your work. So and yeah. The, and the next one when I move will be just that and more. Hell yes. This is the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so again, for everyone, uh, thank Joe for coming on today. Um, Thanks for having to me. have you on. Um, any, any, any closing statements, my man? Anything? No, I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. There. It's been good. We can follow you on Instagram. Yes, Room 14 Laylam. Room 14 Laylam, Facebook, Instagram. All of it. All of the above. Are you still not on? Nah, I don't know. Maybe one day you'll probably see it on there. Okay, so room fourteen, Leyland. Room fourteen, Leyland. Yeah, okay. thank you for that. So uh, again, catch this on on Spotify, on iTunes podcast, and on YouTube. Um, please like, share, and comment. Anything you want to see. And again, thanks all for tuning in. And uh, I'll catch you down the road.